0: welcome to the pro basketball talk podcast i'm dan feldman very glad to be joined tonight by kurt Heelen, who is out in san francisco just covered the warriors beating the celtics in game two to tie the nba finals uh one-to-one kurt how are you doing i'm doing good i'm doing good look i you know what
1: if you're going to force me to spend time in san francisco i'm actually going to be okay with that it's uh, it's like the ramen
0: capital of america have you had anything good to eat on this trip
1: Yes, I well, I, I where the media hotel is is uh, right near one of my favorite ramen places in uh, in San Francisco. So I definitely did that one. I uh, had a really good meal out with. I don't want to like name drop. Went out with uh, Bill Ryder uh, from CBS and and had a really nice meal. And then you know I'll be back for Game Five, so I've, I can save a couple spots. <laughs>
0: Yes, I don't think we're surprised that there's going to be a game five in this series. Uh, if I, I, I know I picked Warriors in seven. If I remember right, you did too. Yes, we both, we both were on that. I, I imagine we're both sticking with that. For well, yeah, I guess I'm sticking with that. Mm, you sound like you're ready to talk yourself out of it. What did you see tonight that uh, might make you lean a different way? Uh, Boston,
1: I think tonight got. Look, the Warriors get on these kind of runs, right? Like the, this is the kind of game we expect from them. Like right? where Steph Curry hits some threes, and he's always going to kind of do that. But uh, Draymond Green was a pest and seemed to get in their heads a little. They didn't get some foul calls. They started complaining to the refs. But I think through two games, I, I slightly more. You know, when I picked this, I I considered Boston in six. And I'm wondering if that was the pick now only because I I think that some of their matchups, some of their – just their length and athleticism can win out in this series if they don't. The thing is, the reason I ultimately picked Warriors in seven and probably will just stick with that. I'm not going to change it now. I'll stick with it. But was – I wasn't sure Boston was going to have the poise to withstand it. And they did in game one, right? Like in game one, they come back in the fourth. But then they come out tonight and just, oh my, like, put pressure on the ball and they just turned it over like it was it was December Celtics, man.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, I, absolutely. I I am also sticking with Warriors and seven. It's a little weird to me, I think, and I feel the same way. And I I can't quite put my finger on it. You definitely sound like you're lower on the Warriors, higher on the Celtics uh, than you were coming into this series. But there have been two games. If we picked Warriors and seven, we're not. Definitely not shocked that it was a split. No. And the Warriors won their game by a lot more than the Celtics won their game. You know The, the final score is 107-88, and it wasn't that close. I think Boston cut into it in garbage time. You know, the Warriors really dominated this game. So why are we feeling a little bit more lean toward the Celtics when even after a somewhat predictable split, it, the split involved the Warriors crushing them once, and you know, the Celtics won but I come from Margin in the end, too, but that was a late explosion. That was, I think, a tighter game.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know how you feel. I feel like what Boston did in game one, in spite of the, look, red-hot shooting they got from Al Horford. Al Horford and Marcus Smart, not only like and, – and Derek White to a degree, although White was better. It's not just that they didn't hit shots like they did in game one. They weren't getting shots off. Like, I – credit the warriors who said after game 1 like basically they, they, we were going to we were going to keep brown and tatum from getting to the rim but in doing so you know we had to sacrifice something they realized they had to close out on those guys they did close out and boston didn't adapt to that terribly well did they so it felt like they got
0: tunnel vision to just drive the lane a lot yeah i i do think this was more on the Celtics. So Al Horford hero of game one, I think 26 points, two points tonight only got four shots, didn't get up any three pointers. And I think that's more on the Celtics and and uh, how they approached it offensively than anything. The Warriors did not that the Warriors, the Warriors were definitely more tentative to uh, defending the three point arc, not leaving those shots open. But I, I feel like in both games, a lot of times, uh, the Warriors played the Celtics stars to, uh, To go one on one, that 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 the Warriors were expecting that because that's a lot of what they do, and the Celtics in Game One were were making those passes, the drive and kick pass, and that's how Horford gets up a lot of threes. That's how uh, there were looks for uh, uh, Marcus Smart at times, for Derek White at times, and I just don't, I just don't feel like uh, the Celtic stars were were looking that same direction in this game. Beyond, I, I think it was more on the Celtics than the Warriors.
1: I think that there's something to that, and Emi Odoka, after the game, also said that he thought with the physicality, um, his team hunted fouls a little bit when they drove, uh, particularly Tatum and Brown, kind of were playing into the contact and trying to get a foul, which in a, in a finals game is risky, and rather than... Just going up with the shot, just power through it, make your play, right? And and I think that that was the sense. I think the, they were they were pretty careful not to come out and blame the officiating, but they were also pretty clearly frustrated with it, and they thought it was a bit one sided. I I don't know. I, I I think ultimately you've got to play through that stuff, right? Like it's just that's that's the nature of a finals game. But frankly, that's the nature of a Tuesday night in Orlando in January.
0: I can't sit here and say, oh, the Celtics should have done a better job of playing through it when we just saw what happened with Draymond Green. Uh, Draymond yeah. got a technical foul early in the game and then spent the rest of the game just knowing that they would not call a second technical on him. He he got yeah. into a very clear double tech situation with Jalen Brown when they got tangled up. Uh, he was complaining to the rest. He just knows that once he gets of that first technical they do not want to call him there was a game earlier in the playoffs where there was like initially oh. a double yeah, technical yeah yeah uh that's just how it works so i have a i have a proposal here kevin pelton has talked a lot about how players shouldn't foul out and i, I had mixed feelings on this but i think i've come around to agree like why why does the nba want a guy to foul out with 6 minutes or 6 fouls you know it's going to make it so the guys who played the most minutes who are the best players they can't be on the court. I get you want some stakes with it. You want to punish fouling. Two free throws is definitely a punishment. Um, you know We already have some significant deterrent to fouling. I think they should do a technical fouls too. Why should you be kicked out of the game with two technical fouls? And I think we almost have to change that. Because what's the point if Draymond Green can just do whatever he wants because you're afraid to give him a second technical foul? Make it Actually, so I- that he's not out of the game. But it's going to be a free throw on the ball for the other team and let him get as many technicals as he deserves. Actually, I think that there's something to that. As long as there's still a flagrant two, like you
1: can get ejected for Dylan Brooks, right? Like you go Dylan Brooks to Gary Payton, you should be gone. But I think there's something to that. I've I've kind of come around, by the way, to Pelton – not – I think when there should be an additional penalty, let's say at six, where there's an added free throw or something. Like you get to a certain point, come up with some other. I'm not. I'm not sure what that. Like two in the ball seems extreme. Um, Yeah. But figure out something. um, Just because I'm with you, if one of the things that. Annoys me, and, and we saw it in this game, by the way. And Jalen Brown talked about it that he got thrown out of. He was their best player early in game two for the Celtics. He got thrown out of a rhythm when he picked up his second foul and had to come out. And you can argue leave him in, but then you're taking on a whole nother risk. Uh, there's something to be said there for. Hey, you can play through it. You're just there's there's going to be two fouls or you know two two free throws or whatever whatever that penalty is.
0: Yeah. Yes. Um, I do think in terms of personal fouls, it's not as extreme because look, players are going to get called. I, I do think refs maybe a little, a little, a little would try and protect somebody with five fouls and make sure it's a, a little.
1: No, it definitely happens. There's definitely you. I don't want to say never Tony Brothers or Scott Foster, but like generally, if a guy's got
0: five fouls, you have to earn the sixth one. Right. But that that's way more true on the second technical foul. You are oh, God, way yes. more protected. And that's where I think you got to change it. Like, it was ridiculous how Draymond Green was acting and the things he he was getting away with. And he knows it. I mean, it's smart. He's a super smart player. But one of the times, it's going to bite him. And it shouldn't swing on... You know, what What if it were a situation where the, the referee didn't feel like he could take back a double technical, like that game against the Mavericks, right? Yeah. What if they accidentally give him the technical foul, not realizing it's his second, and now this this great player is off the court in this huge game. Like it shouldn't come down to that. Just give him the technical fouls, but let him stay in the game. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I think that that would have worked. And I don't think by the way, any of that changes how Draymond plays. I think he plays that way. Oh, I don't know if, if he's get if, because the reason he doesn't get so many technical, there's two reasons he doesn't get more technical fouls and they're similar. One is, that referees have understood that he is just on a different level. And so it's weird. Sometimes he'll get like a real cheap one. Sometimes he gets more often than not. He gets away with a ton of stuff because he, the refs just don't know what to quite to do with somebody who's always pushing that line. Uh, And then the other one is what we were just talking about. They won't give him the second technical. If all of a sudden he's getting every technical he earns because the consequence is a free throw, rather than him, him being kicked out of the game and you're not afraid to give the other team a free throw. At some point, he is going to have to adjust. He can't keep just giving up a point so often.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think that's true. But I, I guess that's true, although I think he'd still – fi- he'd try to find where that line is. And and you're right. Like he's picked up he, – he rarely – but I don't think – by the way, it's just him. I think Pat Beverly is in this book and, and we could go down the list of other players who um, – yeah. or, or even coaches like – Doc Rivers just complains about everything. If you don't complain as much and then you do,
0: like you just. Yes. You end up in more trouble. Yes. Yes. You, it's it's all relative, right? It's, oh, is he complaining more than he usually does? That's a technical. Yeah, and that's exactly. not right. It was interesting. Steve Javi was on TV um, and said, you know, I mean, he's been a referee and he said, you don't want to give a guy a second technical. Um, I don't like that approach. I'd like to be consistent on when you deserve it, when you don't. Uh, and and for it shouldn't it should be the opposite it should be if you get a first technical, and if you're going to get ejected on the second, you should be afraid of it, and you should that should kick you. in. That's the whole point of the rule. It's so that all right after you get one, now you really got to tighten up, and you can't be complaining and doing all this stuff. Yeah, and it's and the I, opposite, right? Yeah, exactly. Do, do you
1: think Draymond's how he came out? Call it, I think what Jalen and I called it tricks and gimmicks, uh, but <laughs> how he came out and played
0: Warrior. Do you, do you get the sense of Warriors feet off that? Oh, absolutely. I mean, he is, he is their heart and soul. Um, uh, to be honest, I mean, he was excellent defensively and setting yeah. the tone and the physicality, but this, this is, this is how high of a compliment we give Draymond. I don't even think this is like that great of a defensive game for him. It was very, very good, but by his standards, like not the best. I've seen him a lot better other times, um, which is incredible because he was so good tonight.
1: Yeah.
0: Speaking of defense, by
1: the way, and just while we're on that topic and not not the Warriors, when Robert Williams has to come Mm -hmm. off the floor, how dramatic that is now. In this series in particular for Boston, I mean, they were able to survive with Horford more against Miami because it was a little different with Bam. They they, they struggle to play those two bigs together, and when it's just Horford, there's – more spots to attack it feels like
0: yeah I mean I, I hear you on when Robert Williams comes off. I did think in game one he was a little bit he he had some very good plays but he also was out of position at times he was a little mm-hmm. bit all over the place which is you know earlier career Robert Williams we hadn't seen as much of that from him this year he definitely has been steadier this year than he used to be but a little bit you know going against the Warriors is tough I thought in this game though he was limping around a little he didn't look as sharp he looked worse like, yes he yeah looked- which is which is a dilemma when you say like oh you oh, can't yeah. play without him but when he's out there he's not as good as you need him to be either I, I don't think, know what the answer is yeah I don't think there is a good answer the the uh,
1: when you have that meniscus surgery the you know he's battling a bone bruise now but that's a common like if if you and or I or one of our people here listening you get a meniscus surgery, the chances you get a bone bruise because you've taken away some of that padding in there
0: Mm -hmm.
1: goes up. Like it just, you can get that. So it's, it is possible, you know, and he's trying to fight through it, but it clearly bothered him tonight. He was not quite the same. And this was, by the way, and they had four days off, three to four days off before Mm -hmm. game one. And he looked fresher. They had, it was Thursday to Sunday. There were another full two days off between games. Uh now there's a couple days off again, but one of them's a travel day, and then it's, you know, Wednesday, Friday. At some point, are they going to it's gonna be interesting to see, like you said, it, it is a dilemma. I don't know if you have to sit him for a game or if you have to find a way to just play in fifteen minutes, but it 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 clearly ties the hands of uh Emadoka and by the way, like Every Daniel Tice minute is like a win for the Warriors at this point. Mm-hmm. Like I, He's a fine regular season point uh, center who's if, – if we're seeing a lot of him in this series, it's bad news.
0: On Robert Williams, my understanding is that most likely this is – it sounds like the type of injury that is not just going to get better. It's probably going to get worse as he's playing through it. It's yeah. not going to stay the same. It's going to get worse. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if he's going to miss a game <sighs> yeah. in the series. Um, especially, yeah, by the way. Especially, by the way, if you believe and, and they've got to that this is going six or seven, mm-hmm.
1: don't you yeah. have to think, man? All right, we sit him in three or we sit him in four, just because we know we have to have him
0: on the back end. I mean, you need every game, you know. I don't know. Uh, yeah, that's hard. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's tough. But if if he's gonna, you know. Be hobbled and not helping. I I think at some point you have to make the call to sit him, rather than you know try and get a little bit from him. Um, I, yep. that's where I would lean. As far as Tice, he's a solid defender. He moves his feet fairly well, but it doesn't look like he is the guy team's target on the Celtics, which I think says more about how deep the Celtics yes. are defensively. There are no weak links that when he's the weak link, like that's wild. Uh, this is yeah. such a a strong defensive team, top to bottom. Agreed. Agreed.
1: They, they, that's, um, I think part of the challenge with them is the two is that, when, especially with Robert Williams out there healthy, but in general, they switch everything. Not like, <laughs> because that's, they can, right? Like it just, Mar- Marcus Smart can guard up. They can kind of just get away with it. And it, it wasn't something they did as much earlier in the year because they couldn't do it as like, or as much. Cause like they're playing Dennis Schroeder more when they, he was with the team and stuff. And you can't switch quite the same with him.
0: Steph Curry has been awesome in the series. Uh, he was excellent in game one. I thought he was the best player on the court in game one. Uh, again, the leading scorer in game two. Is this finally going to be the year he wins finals MVP?
1: If the Warriors win, yeah. I, I, I So, yeah, I mean, since we're sticking with Warriors and seven, I, I would say yes. I think he's been pretty clearly the best player so far in this series. It, it, I don't. You know, it's 1-1, one, one, and I i mean, if you had to pick a Celtic, Jalen?
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, I'd but, probably I mean, say Tatum. Yeah, I mean, we
1: could debate that. I, I haven't really right. given that much thought, and I, I don't have a vote, so I don't have to sweat this kind of stuff, um, or don't have a finals MVP, finals vote. So, uh, But yeah, I think Curry's been the best player in this series, and it, it's still, you know, by the way, there's going to be a blow-up. I think, I think, or I got a feeling some people are going to try to make something out of Draymond's comment post game tonight. Uh, I was in the room where he said, Well, yeah, Steph's, even when KD was here, the offense ran through Steph, or was based, or not ran through, was based around Steph. And it's like, I'll just tell you now, in the room, it did not play the way people are going to try to make this sound on Twitter. Like, it was not a dig at KD because KD had been in the question. And he right. said, "Well, you're like, hey, you know, you've got healthy Clay, and then you had KD, and you had all this stuff, firepower that's not quite the same around him." And and his response was kind of like, even with Durant, it was here. It was still, you know, Curry was everything. Um, and then by the way, that's not wrong. Curry's gravity has always been. Curry's yeah, gravity I has think, always
0: been the basis of it. I think it was a little wrong um, when Durant was there. A lot of things ran through Durant yeah. to a degree. Curry's gravity is everything. I, I mean, I thought. Draymond was spot on when he said Curry got double teamed way more than Durant in those NBA Finals. I think that was very accurate. I think what he said tonight was kind of mixed. Uh, Yeah, the way things work, a lot of in a lot of ways with their offensive structure, Curry is the starting point and was when Durant was there. But I think the way Draymond worded that did sell KD a little short um, because a lot of this was really KD, especially in the finals, was KD asserting himself. Um, and it not just yeah. starting through Curry. I don't. I don't think like this was the most wrong thing Durant said. I just think the way he worded it, well, it didn't give the clearest picture of how things actually were between the two of
1: them. No, I think, and I think you're right. By the way, that, that that was part of why he was there. But Durant was the best player. There's some people trying to rewrite history about when Curry should have. It could should Curry have won a Finals MVP? And I'm like, well, not the two years Durant was there. Durant no. was the best player in the finals. If you want to argue, 2015, we can discuss it. And, and frankly, I'd make a case for LeBron, but that's a whole different score. Just a whole different discussion, not worth having right now. But like right now well, in this series, Curry is absolutely, to me, w- would be the front runner.
0: Um, but there's up to five games to go. Yes, I mean to me, Curry is is the front runner. Uh, period among both teams in part because like you were just saying, if the Warriors win, we feel pretty confident it will be Curry. If the Celtics win, I don't know, it could be Tatum, it could be Brown, it could be Horford, obviously not based on how he played in this game, but if yeah. he has another game like Game 1, it's, it's far more open. Um, but what do you think this would mean for Curry's legacy if he does win finals MVP? If the rest of the series goes like we think, well, that's far from certain, right? I right. don't think either one of us has a ton of confidence that the Warriors are going to win the series, but a little more confidence in the Warriors and the Celtics. That's it. Yep. If the Warriors win this in six or seven and Curry continues to play at the level he's playing, um, he's been hammered for not winning finals MVP. and some of this is silly, but he also, I think genuinely for I put him, at, you know, I think he's a top 10 all time player. Right. And when you're holding him on that level, I think he hasn't quite been quite as good in the NBA finals as some other all time greats. And my opinion on that wouldn't be different if he had won finals MVP in 2015, like he should have if we're going to be a warrior. I agree. It should have been LeBron, but I also think Curry would have been my number two choice ahead of Iguodala. So does it, does it matter if he wins finals MVPs? Is this, is this validation he needs? Is it important? How how will it get treated? How should it get treated? What do you think? I think it, for some people it will
1: be a source of validation. I am kind of – in the grand scheme of legacy, like he's going to have unanimous MVPs and – what are we talking about? You know, three, four rings, whatever, you know, maybe five, whatever it ends up being, but at least three, um, he will go down more importantly. Like when you talk about Curry's legacy, the first words out of your mouth will be greatest shooter, whoever played the game. Right. And I, I think his legacy leans more on that, but this is a good resume item. When you start stacking it up, like you said, against the all time greats and, um, you know, when you're talking about MJ, at, well, I don't know that he's on the MJ, LeBron mm-hmm. tier, but like, but no. if you're, but but if you're putting him on that next tier with, I don't know whoever you're putting, I'll on just that say tier. like Kobe, like Kobe, Kobe or uh, Kobe is be there. I'd have Magic Johnson higher, but sure. you're getting yeah, into, and you're getting into these, you know. Uh, Hakeem Olajuwon, whoever else you could put up there, these hot uh, yeah. uh, crazy elite players. Finals MVP is on all those resumes, or I believe on all of them. Um,
0: so Hard- I think it, I think yeah. there is something to that. Some of the one of the twisted things is oh, we kill Curry for not winning Finals MVP. In part because he's won three championships. If he had only yeah. won one title, nobody would be like, "Oh, why doesn't Curry win more Finals MVPs?" You know, it's because he's had the opportunities, and in some ways that's fair. In some ways that's not. Yeah. Uh, but I, I don't like punishing him for getting his teams to the finals. Yeah, it's
1: kind of like I—I I know people try to use LeBron's record against him in the finals. Uh, in the uh, well, he's only—you know—he's what is he three and six? In The finals, whatever,
0: whatever he's been to more than that now, right? I, I why am I? I'm
1: not gonna remember the soft I Anyway, no, he's got four. Anyway, um, but the point is, people want to. Isn't yeah? Jordan didn't. I'm like, yeah. LeBron dragged some teams that had no business being in the finals <laughs> to the finals. Like, I'm not gonna that first team that got swept out by the by the
0: Spurs. Like, I'm not gonna hold that against LeBron. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Um the one other Warriors player I want to talk about is Jordan Poole. Mm-hmm. Uh hit, hit a hit a clutch shot end of the third quarter. I've seen him hit a clutch shot before for Michigan. Uh <laughs> uh, you know, so so that's uh, on on brand for him. Uh I know you've kind of been down on his ability to, to work in this series. Um where where does that stand tonight? Because one of the reasons we're talking so much about Steph Curry is he doesn't have the scoring help he used to. You know, no no, no Durant, Clay's not the same player. Even Draymond isn't the, the same player, isn't the same scorer. Uh, who, you know, Pool Pool's the guy who it could be. Uh, it could be even Andrew Wiggins as a secondary scorer. He he has some. He's been all right and has some potential. But but where where are you evaluating Jordan Poole at this point?
1: first off I'm with you on Wiggins by the way I expect one Wiggins game in this series like he's not that he has played poorly because he's got serious defensive assignments you know he's, he's on Brown or Tatum every game but I still expect him to have like one really impressive offensive because that's kind of how often it happens for him um I'm curious how much the fourth quarter helped him when he was, And and this was in my story earlier. He was, I think, four of sixteen, four of thirteen, four of sixteen when he took that half court shot at the end of the third. But he went on to get seventeen points in this game. He, he, Steve Kerr, intentionally left him in through all of garbage time to let him against lesser players to let him try to find his rhythm in this series. Now. that could be the confidence boost he needs to get out there in the next game. It's also easy to say that when you're, when you're going against uh, uh, Nick Stauskas was out there, another Michigan guy. Stauskas is out (laughs) there um, at the end, at the end of that. Like, yeah, Poole's going to be able to score on him. It's a little different when Tatum and Brown and everybody are back in, in the, you know, and, and Spartan and that whole defensive group is in. So I'm, like you, you are not wrong. I've been kind of down on him and, and honestly, um, media member to my right, who I will not name since this wasn't a public thing. Um, after the first quarter, looks and goes, can he keep playing Jordan pool? Or do we have to give those minutes to Gary Payton, who was really good tonight? Who looked him? really, Yeah. Yeah. Um, nice to
0: see him back and yeah.
1: And played really well considering the time he'd had off. Um, it, it, do those minutes have to go away? And then, So I'm I'm really curious what happens in game three. Does he come in with a found confidence from just seeing the ball go in, you know, just going through the net a bunch of times? Hey, I can do this. Or is it back to he struggles a little bit and they're targeting him a little on defense and he just becomes hard to play? I I got a feeling it's the latter, but confidence – Man, it's all about confidence in some, to, on some level at this point, isn't it? Like it does matter how much you believe in yourself, and we'll see how much just having that good fourth quarter
0: helped him. Okay, so game three back in Boston. Uh, what are you looking for for the Celtics to adjust to 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 swing this? For me, the number one thing is recommitting to that drive and kick game. I think wow. it's. It's there for them. I think the Warriors have cleaned some things up where it won't be as easy, but I, I do think it can't be that tunnel vision, and I, I think that's just a mentality. Um, when, when you're driving, you got to be looking to to get some pick and pop threes to to figure those things out. Um, I, I, you know, I, no, I I'm, yeah,
1: I, I, w- I would. Uh, the only thing I would tack on to that because I believe that you're right. They like have to recommit to that, but they have to do a better job taking care of the ball on those drives. Mm-hmm. Right? That that yeah. was. They got sloppy with their handles. They had 11 1st half turnovers. It was uh, uh, their turnover rate was. I I'd have to. Go, I'd be curious. I should go back and look at what the turnover rate is on uh, cleaning the glass. Just where, where we've eliminated the garbage time because I'm not sure what it was at the end of them, but it was over twenty percent of their possessions ended at a turnover in the first half. You can't do that Especially you can't do that against the the, the Warriors and survive because. The other thing that really got – the turnovers not only not only the empty possession, but they had five live ball turnovers. I think it was John Schuchman from uh, NBA.com had that late in the first. Um, when you turn the ball over that much, when you have that many live ball turnovers, it's, it just lets them get out and run. And that's, that's yep. how the Warriors thrive. When they can get – running when they can get in case and they were pushing the ball off misses anyway when they could really get out and run it was different
0: the best thing the celtics do is play that half court defense when when they're set and so if you lose opportunities to do that that is so tough uh, obviously you're giving up the offensive possession with the turnover and then it's, it's such a defensive disadvantage not just because the warriors are so good but it's because the celtics are so good defensively when set
1: yeah they are and i think that that's that was something that they consciously talked about um, and their staff had talked about before game – before game three. They just – they had been they, – they'd gotten – and part of it was in game one or game two, I should say, they were talking about doing it. Because part of it was in game – the critical fourth quarter of game one, all they could do was take the ball out of the basket, right? Like They just weren't the, – the Celtics weren't missing. You had no choice and suddenly you're going against that set defense and it spirals. Um they were very conscious about getting the stop and then getting out and running, even if it even if it just led to a cross match somewhere that they could try to exploit. They were really into that early in the game, throughout the game. I think you're going to see that – you can't – I think that's where the Celtics not turning the ball over and committing to the drive and kick. Even if you miss some and you don't shoot as well and there's some long rebounds, you 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 have to take care of the ball. You can't let them get out and run like
0: that. Yep, yep. Well, we'll see what it's going to be in game 3 thanks for uh hey i was going to you did,
1: you didn't ask this you, i was going to meant to ask cuz i talked about this but you did are you as are you i mean you're sti- we're stick like i said we're sticking with warriors in 7 are you as confident in that now as you were
0: no no i uh i felt like i had no idea going into the series and uh, <laughs> still don't
1: yeah there's certainly part of that this is you do agree that, that one of my takeaways now after two games is this is so close. This is just so, it's going to swing on such small things.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, to a certain degree, I do think the Celtics have the upside uh, to to really. Uh, if this ends in five, I think it's more likely to be Celtics because of their athleticism. Um, you know, I think that can be overwhelming at times. But I don't, I mean, <laughs> this is why I keep saying it's weird that we just saw the Warriors demolish the Celtics uh far more soundly than the Celtics beat the Warriors in game 1 and come away feeling just slightly better about Boston after these two games. Yeah, exactly. It's I I, mean, I think I
1: th- maybe feel slightly better about them, but I still think this is a uh this is still a coin toss series to me. Like I still think both of these teams are fully capable of winning it.
0: Yes. I will say the the one thing that's uh made me more confident in the Warriors than going in is I I had a a fear that just man the Celtics match up so well defensively with the Warriors that they're just going to give them fits and they could just lock everybody up. They're not doing that. Um, they're a very good defensive team, but it is not that the matchups are overwhelmingly in their favor. And so that that was one concern I I had for the Warriors. No, I I agree
1: that they've they've proven they can they can get their shots and. To their credit, Curry and some of these – and pool, but but also just through passing and movement. They've been able to get by the first guy and then find – Looney was six for six in game two, right? It was all dunks on – dunks going to the rim out of – they got a lot of points out of the dunker spot. I think Mm -hmm. that's going to be there as long as they can beat their man.
0: Yes, absolutely. I mean the amount of defensive attention going to Curry in particular. uh, Yeah. Those shots will be there. Yep. And a whole lot of this is going to come down to who's going to make their threes. But – Thanks again for sticking around. Uh, it's late there, but not too late for you to go to go enjoy the uh, media hospitality a little bit.
1: I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna go try one of these uh, beers I've heard so much about. We'll see if we <laughs> if I like that stuff. So.